0: You are now tuned into World War II Stories. I'm your host, Steve Matthews, and I'm here to take you on a journey through the whirlwind of historical events that shaped our world and defined generations. Stay tuned every Tuesday and Thursday as we delve into the riveting, inspiring, and sometimes tragic stories from World War II. We'll meet the brave men and women who stood up to tyranny. We'll explore clandestine operations and daring escapes and we'll pay tribute to the resilience of the human spirit in times of extreme adversity. Also, be sure to check out our other podcast focusing on World War I, the conflict that set the stage for the global turmoil that followed. Use the link in the description below. In our last episode, we spoke about the Battle of Guadalcanal, Opening Gambit, Prelude to Battle, and the Clash of Titans. In this episode... We expand on our story and talk about why the Allies prevailed, the wider impact on World War II, and legacy of the battle. Chapter 4. Why the Allies Prevailed The fight for Guadalcanal was not just a test of combat prowess but also a logistical challenge. Supplying and reinforcing the troops on the island was an immense undertaking, fraught with difficulties for both the Allies and the Japanese. On the Allied side the Battle of Savo Island had exposed the vulnerabilities of their supply lines. After the disastrous encounter, the task of supplying the Marines on Guadalcanal fell to Vice Admiral Richmond K. Turner. His ships, braving enemy air and naval attacks, made arduous journeys from bases in the South Pacific to deliver crucial supplies and reinforcements. The Marines on Guadalcanal found themselves living off minimal rations and supplies often scrounging for whatever they could find. Lack of proper nutrition and medicine, coupled with the challenging environment, led to the spread of diseases like malaria. The men bore these hardships with grim determination, their resolve emblematic of their can-do spirit. Amidst these challenges, Admiral William Bull Halsey, the newly appointed commander of the South Pacific area, played a crucial role. Halsey, a charismatic and tenacious leader, was tasked with maintaining the flow of supplies and reinforcements to the beleaguered island. His audacious strategies and fierce resolve would prove vital in sustaining the fight for Guadalcanal. On the other side of the front line, the Japanese faced similar, if not greater, logistical challenges. The Imperial Navy's resupply missions, or the Tokyo Express as the Allies dubbed them, were high-risk endeavors. Japanese destroyers had to race down the slot, a narrow passage between the Solomon Islands, under the cover of darkness to deliver troops and supplies. The attrition from constant Allied aerial and naval attacks made the Japanese resupply missions increasingly difficult. To make matters worse, the Japanese High Command struggled to fully comprehend the dire situation on the island. Miscommunication and underestimation of the Allied capabilities led to insufficient supplies and reinforcements reaching the beleaguered Japanese soldiers. These logistical difficulties underscored the complexities of war in the Pacific. The vast distances, treacherous waters, and lack of infrastructure made the task of supporting and reinforcing the troops on Guadalcanal a Herculean challenge. It was a challenge that both sides had to face and one that would significantly influence the outcome of the battle. In the sprawling Pacific theater of World War II, where battles spanned vast stretches of ocean and dense island jungles, air power was critical. At Guadalcanal, the control of the skies played a decisive role, providing an edge to the Allies in the grueling campaign. Henderson Field, the hastily built airstrip on Guadalcanal, became the hub of Allied air operations. Despite its crude appearance, the airstrip served as a launch pad for fighter and bomber sorties, transforming the strategic dynamics of the conflict. Major General Roy Geiger, the commander of the 1st Marine Aircraft Wing, spearheaded the Allies air efforts from Henderson Field. A seasoned Marine aviator, Geiger understood the importance of maintaining air superiority. His pilots, flying in their war-weary aircraft, took to the skies daily taking the fight to the Japanese forces both on land and at sea. Their efforts were not in vain. The constant air patrols significantly hampered Japanese resupply attempts, turning the hazardous Tokyo Express runs into perilous missions. The air attacks on these resupply missions starved the Japanese troops on the island of much-needed supplies and reinforcements. Meanwhile, The Allied pilots demonstrated extraordinary bravery and skill in their encounters with Japanese aircraft. Men like Major John L. Smith and Captain Joseph J. Foss of the Marine Corps became heroes, their aerial exploits becoming legendary. Their courage and tenacity, in the face of grueling conditions and relentless combat, were emblematic of the broader struggle for Guadalcanal. However, maintaining air power wasn't without its challenges. Fuel, spare parts, and replacement planes were in short supply. The pilots and ground crews often worked miracles to keep their aircraft airborne, improvising repairs and relentlessly maintaining their hard pressed machines. Despite the challenges, the ability to control the skies over Guadalcanal proved pivotal. The efforts of the pilots and their support crews tipped the scales in favor of the Allies, making a significant contribution to the eventual victory. The Battle of Guadalcanal underscored the importance of air power in the Pacific War, a lesson that would resonate throughout the rest of the conflict. The Battle of Guadalcanal was not solely an American endeavor but a testament to the teamwork and cooperation among the Allied forces. The combined efforts of the American and Australian forces, along with support from other allied nations, contributed significantly to the eventual victory. Leading the ground forces were the U.S. Marines, exemplified by the leadership of Major General Alexander Vandegrift. His men held the line against relentless Japanese assaults, bearing the brunt of the combat. But they were not alone. Australian Coast Watchers operating from nearby islands, provided valuable intelligence, warning of incoming Japanese naval and air operations. One such coast watcher was Martin Clemens, a British colonial administrator stationed on Guadalcanal. Despite the island being under Japanese control, Clemens managed to stay hidden, coordinating a network of local scouts and informants the intelligence he provided played a crucial role in alerting the Allies to incoming Japanese movements. Furthermore, Australian forces contributed significantly to the naval battles around Guadalcanal. Ships like the HMAS Canberra fought alongside their American counterparts, bearing the brunt of the Japanese onslaught during the Battle of Savo Island. Although the Canberra was ultimately lost, the bravery of her crew left a lasting impression on their American allies. In the skies above Guadalcanal, American and Australian pilots stood shoulder to shoulder. Squadrons of the Royal Australian Air Force operated from bases in the South Pacific, conducting bombing raids on Japanese positions and participating in air patrols. These operations provided vital support to the embattled troops on the ground. The Battle of Guadalcanal was a daunting task, one that required the combined strength and resources of several nations. The coordination and cooperation among the Allies demonstrated their unity of purpose and the determination to defeat the Axis powers. This teamwork laid the groundwork for further joint operations in the Pacific, setting the stage for the eventual Allied victory. Chapter 5. The Wider Impact on World War II The Battle of Guadalcanal was a watershed event in the Pacific theater of World War II. It marked a turning point in the conflict, signaling a shift in momentum from the Japanese to the Allied forces. Up until mid-1942, the Japanese had been on a relentless offensive, seizing vast territories across the Pacific. Their rapid expansion seemed unstoppable, threatening to upset the strategic balance in the region. Guadalcanal marked the first significant effort by the Allied forces to halt and roll back this tide of Japanese conquest. The resilience and tenacity of the Marines on Guadalcanal under Major General Vandegrift, coupled with the tireless efforts of Admiral Halsey and General Geiger, began to wear down the Japanese forces. Every inch of land and every minute of control over Henderson Field weakened the Japanese grip on the island. Meanwhile, the concerted action of the Allied forces, both on land and at sea, gradually tipped the scales in their favor. The brave actions of men like Lieutenant Colonel Chesty Puller, Major John Smith, and Captain Joseph Foss demonstrated the Allies' determination to hold the island at all costs. With each passing day, it became increasingly clear to the Japanese High Command that the cost of retaking Guadalcanal was too high. By the end of 1942, the Japanese, worn down by attrition and the Allies' relentless attacks, began to withdraw their troops from the island. The victory at Guadalcanal marked a significant turning point in the war. It was the first major land defeat for the Japanese and signaled a shift in momentum towards the Allies. The battle had a profound impact on the strategic situation in the Pacific leading to a chain reaction of successful Allied offensives. From the bloody beaches and dense jungles of Guadalcanal, a message rang out loud and clear, the Allied forces were not only capable of resisting the Japanese advance, but also of launching a successful counter-offensive. The Battle of Guadalcanal, thus, marked the beginning of the long road to victory in the Pacific the Battle of Guadalcanal had far-reaching consequences on the Japanese strategy and morale. Until then, the Japanese military had enjoyed a string of victories, but their defeat on this remote Pacific island marked a significant shift in the course of the war. One of the most profound impacts of the battle was on Japanese military strategy. The loss of Guadalcanal disrupted Japan's plans for further expansion in the Pacific. Their strategy had hinged on creating an expansive defensive perimeter, but the defeat forced them into a more defensive posture. It became clear that they could no longer hold onto their gains without significant reinforcements and resources, neither of which they could readily muster. The Guadalcanal campaign also highlighted the shortcomings in Japanese logistics and supply lines. The Tokyo Express had been unable to adequately support their troops on the island, Revealing a critical vulnerability in their Pacific operations. This realization compelled Japanese military planners to reassess their strategy, including their over reliance on nighttime naval engagements and underestimation of Allied air power. On a personal level, the loss of Guadalcanal took a toll on the morale of the Japanese forces. The soldiers and sailors who had fought there had endured harsh conditions, only to be ordered to withdraw. Stories of the brutal fighting and high casualties began to filter back to the home islands, contrasting sharply with the narrative of invincibility projected by the military leadership. Among the Japanese military hierarchy, the defeat shook their confidence. Admirals Isoroku Yamamoto and Genichi Makawa, who had been instrumental in the early successes in the Pacific, had to grapple with the reality of their defeat. The aura of invincibility that once surrounded the Japanese military began to crumble, replaced by a sense of uncertainty and apprehension. In sum, the Battle of Guadalcanal significantly impacted Japanese strategy and morale. It marked the end of Japan's offensive in the Pacific and started a period of strategic reevaluation. The once triumphant march across the Pacific had been halted, and a new, more daunting phase of the war was beginning. The effects of this battle would resonate in the coming years, influencing the ultimate outcome of the Pacific War. Following the hard-fought victory at Guadalcanal, Allied commanders took time to reflect on the campaign and the lessons it imparted. The battle was a crucible of experience, providing invaluable insights that would shape Allied strategies in the ensuing campaigns across the Pacific. One of the most significant lessons was the importance of maintaining control over the air and sea lanes surrounding an objective. The value of Henderson Field, once an unassuming patch of grass on Guadalcanal, was now undeniable. General Geiger's Marine aviators and Admiral Halsey's naval forces demonstrated that control of the surrounding air and sea routes was vital to securing and holding the island. This lesson guided subsequent operations. Informing the island-hopping strategy that characterized the later stages of the Pacific War. Allied commanders also recognized the importance of inter-service and international cooperation. The Battle of Guadalcanal was won by a combined force of army, marine, and naval units, with crucial contributions from Australian forces and other allies. This teamwork not only bolstered the Allied fighting strength, but also fostered a spirit of shared purpose. It drove the establishment of unified command structures, such as the Allied Pacific Command, which further enhanced coordination among the Allies. The Guadalcanal campaign underscored the need for robust logistical support. The struggles to keep the Marines supplied, particularly during the early stages of the campaign, highlighted the importance of secure supply lines. In response, the Allies invested heavily in developing an extensive logistics network across the Pacific, ensuring that future campaigns would not be hampered by similar issues. Finally, the Guau Canal campaign showed that the Japanese military, formidable as it was, could be defeated. This realization boosted the morale of the Allied forces, instilling a sense of optimism and determination. From the command tent of General Van de Grift to the foxholes of the Marines, a renewed spirit of resolve spread among the Allied ranks. Post Guadalcanal, the Allied forces emerged more experienced, better coordinated, and more determined. The lessons learned on this distant jungle island would serve them well in the challenging campaigns ahead. The victory at Guadalcanal marked not just the turning of the tide in the Pacific, but also a maturing of the Allied war effort. Chapter 6 Legacy of the Battle. The personal accounts of the men who fought at Guadalcanal are powerful reminders of the human aspect of war. These narratives, filled with tales of bravery, loss, and endurance, provide a glimpse into the realities faced by those on the front lines. Among these voices, one of the most distinctive belongs to Richard Tregaskis, a war correspondent who landed with the Marines. In his book, Guadalcanal diary, he chronicled the day-to-day experiences of the Marines, offering an up-close perspective of the harsh conditions, the fierce fighting, and the moments of camaraderie among the soldiers. His account serves as one of the most vivid chronicles of the battle. Another compelling account comes from Major Gregory Pappy Boyington, a Marine aviator stationed at Henderson Field. Boyington, who led the famous Black Sheep Squadron, was a key figure in the aerial battles over Guadalcanal. His memoir, Ba-Ba Black Sheep, details his experiences during the campaign and his subsequent capture by the Japanese. Sidney Phillips, a young Marine private who served in Guadalcanal, would later share his experiences through interviews and documentaries. His stories, told with both candor and humility, highlight the experiences of the rank-and-file soldiers' The Fear, the adrenaline, and the camaraderie that define their time on the island. On the Japanese side, accounts like that of Saburo Sakai, one of Japan's most celebrated fighter aces, provide insight into the experiences of Japanese soldiers. Despite fighting for the opposing side, his stories echo similar themes of bravery, fear, and endurance. Finally, accounts from Navy personnel like Rear Admiral Samuel Elliot Morrison, who wrote a detailed history of naval operations in World War II helped complete the picture by providing perspectives from the sea. These personal accounts bring a human touch to the narrative of the Battle of Guadalcanal. They remind us that behind the strategic considerations and tactical maneuvers, the battle was ultimately fought by individuals, each with their stories, their hopes, and their fears. Their narratives, woven together, form the rich multifaceted tapestry of the Battle of Guadalcanal. Today, more than 80 years since the Battle of Guadalcanal, the island is a place of tranquil beauty that bears little outward trace of its violent past. Nestled in the Solomon Islands archipelago, Guadalcanal has moved forward from its wartime history, yet it remains a place of profound significance for the memories it holds. The scars of the battle, once etched into the landscape, Have largely been reclaimed by nature. The jungle has returned, obscuring the remains of foxholes, trenches, and gun emplacements. Henderson Field, once a strategic prize, is now Honiara International Airport, serving as the main gateway to the Solomon Islands. Guadalcanal today is a testament to resilience and recovery. Its inhabitants, a mix of indigenous peoples and settlers, live in harmony with the land continuing their traditions of fishing and farming. They are friendly and welcoming, with a rich culture rooted in their Melanesian heritage. Despite the passage of time, the island has not forgotten its history. The Guadalcanal American Memorial, erected by the American Battle Monuments Commission, stands as a poignant reminder of the sacrifices made during the campaign. The monument, overlooking the once contested Iron Bottom Sound, carries the names of the Allied servicemen who lost their lives in the battle. Nearby, the Villa War Museum displays an array of war relics, including downed aircraft and rusted artillery pieces. Each of these artifacts tells a story, linking the tranquil island of today with its turbulent past. Underneath the azure waters surrounding the island, the wrecks of sunken warships and planes provide a haunting underwater museum for divers. These submerged relics, known as the Iron Bottom Sound, serve as a silent tribute to those who fought and fell in the Battle of Guadalcanal. Today's Guadalcanal is a blend of serene natural beauty, vibrant culture, and poignant history. While it has moved on from its past, the memories of the battle continue to resonate, a testament to the resilience of the human spirit in the face of adversity. The island stands as a symbol of the cost of freedom, a site of reflection and remembrance for those who visit its shores. In the annals of World War II, the Battle of Guadalcanal occupies a place of singular significance. It stands as one of the pivotal events in the Pacific Theater, a watershed moment that marked the beginning of the end for the Empire of Japan. Historically, Guadalcanal was the first major offensive launched by the Allies against the Japanese. Until then, The Allies had been largely on the defensive, reeling from a string of Japanese victories. Guadalcanal was the point at which the Allies decided to hit back, heralding a shift in the strategic initiative. When viewed through the lens of military strategy, Guadalcanal was a testament to the importance of joint operations. The battle brought together land, air, and naval forces in a coordinated effort to seize and hold the island. It provided a blueprint for future allied operations in the Pacific, demonstrating the efficacy of combined arms warfare. From a broader geopolitical perspective, Guadalcanal signaled the emergence of the United States as a global superpower. The commitment of American resources and manpower to the campaign, and the subsequent victory, underscored the nation's resolve and capabilities, revealing a glimpse of the post-war world order. Yet, Guadalcanal is more than just a historical landmark or strategic case study. It's a tale of human endurance and bravery, a story that resonates with themes of sacrifice, camaraderie, and resilience. The personal accounts from the battle, be they from marines on the ground, sailors at sea, or airmen in the skies, give us a glimpse into the human dimension of the conflict. They remind us that history is made not just by the broad strokes of strategy and geopolitics, but by the individual actions and experiences of those involved. In the end, Guadalcanal stands as a microcosm of World War II, a complex weave of strategy, geopolitics, and human experience. It is a chapter of our shared history that continues to inform, inspire, and remind us of the depths and heights of human potential. As such, the Battle of Guadalcanal will always hold a vital place in historical perspective.